Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a chilly and rainy global warming morning here in, what is it, April 4th? And welcome to the Live With Me Rank Show. Appreciate you tuning in for another week of information, fun, and some great music. If you would like to call in today, be part of the show, that number is 269-441-9595. Once again, that's 269-441-9595. Or you can email me at rank R-E as an Excellent, NK, at townsquaremedia.com or join us on App Chat. If you have an app of one of the stations you're listening to me on, let's start off with some lighthearted news before we get into the heavy-duty stuff. I, I am trying to find more uplifting pieces to write because I want to not only bring you what needs to be brought to you in my humble estimation. Well, actually what needs to be brought to you in not only my humble uh, estimation, but what yours, because on Friday you guys can call in with whatever you'd like. So I've been trying to uh, find interesting pieces of which to write about Michigan as much as possible based and I am writing about the hard news stuff, uh, but I am trying to uh, lighten up your day a bit. And I have a piece this morning that I completely was unaware of that it was here in Michigan. And it's 200, 200th anniversary. 200 years ago, a medical breakthrough occurred on Mackinac Island. Now, I had heard something about this. But not, or I should say, I did not know it was in Michigan. And what it is, is uh, way back in 1822, a Frenchman by the name of Alex St. Martin was injured by an accidental gunshot. And that accidental gunshot happened on Mackinac Island. And from that... He went to Fort Mackinac's post-surgeon, and who was that? A Dr. William Beaumont from the Beaumont Hospital Systems. I guess it's named after him, obviously. And what had occurred was the way that the gunshot healed gave them, or Dr. Beaumont, a direct look into the stomach because it healed with a permanent opening to the stomach. According to MackinawParks.com, when the world, excuse me, when the wound healed in a unique way, forming a fistula that bonded the torsal wall to the stomach, Beaumont started a series of experiments on human digestion, 
the living, working stomach was accessible to the doctor, and he proceeded to test how food digested through observations, lowering foods into the stomach and testing the gastric juices and vials outside of the stomach. About 250 experiments were conducted starting at Fort Mackinac and then continued in Wisconsin, Washington, D.C., and New York. So it's the 200th anniversary. It's a quick piece you can check out with uh, some links to some great pictures. In fact, the picture on the piece is that of what I think were the most of the, where some of the experiments had occurred, I should say. And now there's a little museum if you were ever to go to Mackinac Island and check it out. So uh, that, I think, is a, a fun little piece to share uh, with others. I also wrote a piece about a woman who was born in Michigan, and she's the oldest U.S. park ranger, and she's retiring at the age of 100. Now that, my friends, is an inspiration. There are so many people today who try to get out of working. There's so many people today who get into government positions and then can retire at the age of 52, 53, 54 years old. She's worked all the way to the age of 100. So I think it's a pretty cool little story out there. You can check both those pieces out at the stations that you're listening to me on or my flagship station, WBCKFM.com. I'm striving to bring a little levity and good news when I can to what's happening out there because there's so much bad news out there that we have to keep focused. Now, I saw over the weekend during my show prep an editorial by the Detroit News. And I'm interested on why they did it. I'm assuming they got the okay to do it. Because they've been pretty lackadaisical, pretty arm's length with this governor and not really asking the hard questions. I bring them up often when talking about stories from the news. So I'm assuming they got the okay to write this editorial. On Rhodes, Whitmer made the promise she owns the failure. So it's good that they're doing doing it, but there are so many other questions through the last three, four, three, four years that I've pointed out that they have access to her and they're just not asking them. They write this. The thing about campaign promises is that even in the cynical age, voters expect them to be kept. Gretchen Whitmer won the governor's office four years ago on the strength of a pledge that captivated Michigan's jarred and jaded motorist. Quote, fix the damn roads, end quote. It was a brilliant slogan in that it captured the frustration of motorists weary of decades of driving on some of the worst roads in America. Voters were fed up with highways marred by cratered-sized potholes and done with fat bills for repairing damaged front ends and busted tires. And mostly... They've had enough with politicians who said something smoothing roads was a top priority, but never actually doing much about it. Whitmer promised she'd be the one who finally brought Michigan's roads into drivable condition. She hasn't done it. 
Now, what I would like to point to uh, all of you is one of the great things about President Trump is everything he promised, he either got done, addressed, or tried. Remember, you can't hold any politician, left or right, or anywhere in between or outside of that, to a, you can only hold them, I should say, to a campaign promise in a negative way if they hadn't done any of the, uh, gotten it done or even tried. Because there are certainly walls in front of you, Congress, state houses, state senates. Uh, but Trump tried to do everything he promised. He's the first politician who became a man who became a politician or a person who became a politician that ever I've ever remembered trying every single thing, trying to do and accomplish everything he promised. And that's another thing that today's politicians don't understand. The Detroit News goes on to say, Whitmer promised she'd be the one no, I'm sorry. I just read that. The percentage of state roads rated in poor shape today is 40%. According to estimates from the Michigan Department of Transportation, that's roughly the same percentage as when Whitmer took office in 2019. There's been a slight improvement, 4% in roads rated in good condition. That falls well short of what Michigan voters expect, expected from Whitmer's promise. Republicans are hammering the governor, who's up for re-election this fall for the failure to fix the roads. A new 60-second digital ad asked the question, quote, are your roads better than they were four years ago? End quote. It features rattled vehicle owners answering definitely not. I believe I played that one for you last week. Now, the government is, governor's office is pushing back against the attack, saying Whitmer's efforts to raise billions for road and bridge repairs were thwarted by a Republican-controlled legislature. It is true. She tried, and I'll tell you what she tried. In her first year in office, Whitmer proposed, now remember, at the time, I think our gas tax was 19 cents a gallon in the state. Whitmer proposed a 45-cent hike. In Michigan's fuel tax, which would have raised more than $2 billion annually in additional transportation funding. So her only try was raising our taxes from $0.19 cents to $0.64. Cents. Now, that is what I think separates her from trying. Like I said, she did try, yes. But that's ridiculous. I mean, you, you've got to try in some manner that may have a chance of passing. The governor's defenders are correct in noting GOP lawmakers killed that proposal. But they, too, had made campaign promises to their constituents, including a vow not to raise taxes. True. And Whitmer didn't say she'd, quote, fix the damn roads if Republicans let her, end quote. There was no such caveat to her promise. Part of the expectation of a governor is to find ways to build consensus with lawmakers of both parties to move the state ahead. Beyond higher taxes, Whitmer offered little in the way of innovation ideas, innovative ideas for adopting better road building tactics to make sure that once a highway is fixed, it stays fixed. 
Instead, road crews this spring are doing what they've always done, shoveling tar into potholes and moving on. When she asked for the 45-cent hike, which we supported at the time, gasoline prices were two fifty dollars a gallon. With price per gallon now hovering around $4, the burden of that levy would have made Michigan Motors paying California-style gasoline prices. Michigan is now awash in federal dollars. And Whitmer has offered a $4.7 billion plan for infrastructure, but only $380 million is slated for roads and bridges. Did you know that? Out of $4,700 million, Whitmer wants to spend 380 of it to fix the damn roads. Detroit News editorial ends up with this. The reality that Whitmer made a big, bold pledge to voters four years ago and didn't deliver. You listen to Live with Rank. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Live with Rank. Appreciate that. As I was just uh, complimenting a nice editorial by the Detroit News. Uh, yes, as I started the show off or as I get into this piece a little bit, I've always said that if a politician does try to... Uh, make good on a campaign promise that the, all you can hold them to because there's people in the way. But it has to be reasonable. When Governor Whitmer said, I'm going to fix our damn roads, and many people think that she was elected on that, and then comes in and says, well, to do so, I want to raise your taxes 260%. That's not reasonable. I think common sense, reasonable people could agree with me on that. So now she proposed a $4,700 million budget of future generations that the Democrat Party stole from future generations. And of that $4,700 million, she wants to spend $380 million of it fixing the damn roads. What does that tell you? That's 8% of an infrastructure bill to fix the damn roads. 8%. What does that tell you? Does that tell you she's serious about it? 269-441-9595. Lines are open. If you have a thought about what we're talking about, love to hear from you. I saw an article also this weekend. The student debt looms over Michigan Ganders as two-year pause nears May 1st deadline. When... These students, and if you are one of them, I would love to hear from you. When you took these loans, what were your thoughts? Were your thoughts were, I'm not going to have to pay these back? Do they know what a loan is, do you think? Because maybe they took these loans and had no idea what a loan really means. I, I don't know. And it. It goes through 
it goes through the stories of a few people who took out a lot of money to go to school and now are concerned about the debt they took on. People today ask me, hey, Rank, I have kids in college. Should they pay their student loans off when they're done? And I don't know how to answer that question. Because the Democrats want to take future kids' money to pay for today's kids' loans. A loan that they took out. And if they didn't know what a loan was, if they didn't know what a loan means then they shouldn't be going to college at all. They're not college material and they need to do something else. One of the stories of a, a young woman who said for the past two years, she was able to breathe a sigh of relief because she didn't have to pay her student loan says payments and interest on her $21,000 federal student loans have been frozen due to COVID-19 pandemic, but that two-year moratorium is going to end on May 1st. Quote, with the inflation happening in the world right now, it makes pretty nerve-wracking, it makes it pretty nerve-wracking to start the payments back up, end quote. So I want to know why the student loans payments were stopped. Why did they do a blanket stop of having to pay back us, the taxpayer? Because, again, they were being paid all kinds of money from unemployment, $1,000 a week from unemployment. They were being paid $1,400 checks here and there. Now, I, I don't know. They... Certainly with unemployment, they could have paid back their student loans, no problem. Now, when unemployment ran out, that may have been a problem. I'm not sure. But what did they expect would happen when they may took out a loan? About 1.4 million Michiganders owe an average of $36,000. That's pretty high. $36,000 graduating from college, owing that. The pause on federal student loans was supposed to end in September of 2020. But our awesome politicians just let them not pay back our loans for, what, another year and a half? Or it'll be a year and a half in total. Six extensions. Six extension. Dr. Daniel Collar, a former researcher at the Kalamazoo-based Upton Institute and a current University of Memphis assistant professor, says pausing payments impacted both high and low-income borrowers. Those with higher incomes but bigger debt benefited from the frozen interest rates. Whereas people with lower incomes but smaller loans were able to redirect the money to other debt, bills, or payments. There can be multiple people who benefit. As of May 1st deadline nears, he says there needs to be, quote, concrete parameters, end quote, for flipping the switch on repayments. 
quote, otherwise we get this nebulous. Will they be in place by May or will it go to the end of 2022? And that's a problem for people who are really struggling, end quote. I want to know, maybe you guys will know, did the IRS stop taking your payments on taxes that you may have owned? Ask yourself, why didn't the IRS for the last year and a half since September, no, since uh, early. So it's been about, two, it'll be about an extra year and a half they put that suspension out there. Did the IRS stop taking your money? Anybody owed money to the IRS and was paying it off yearly or monthly? Did they stop taking your money during this time? Love to hear from you. 269 9595 You listen live with Rank and we'll be right back after this. Here's it live with Rank. I am asking the question, did the U.S. government stop during COVID asking any of you who owed money to them via taxes, did they stop payment of those taxes? Did they say, yeah, you guys don't have to uh, pay us because they did it for student loans, right? They ended it or stopped it somewhere in the beginning of September. So probably March, April, I mean of 2020, March, April, 2020. It was supposed to end in September of 2020. It didn't. It's not ending until maybe the end of this month, May 1st. So you're looking at over two years, probably, or close to two years of no payment of student loans. So I want to know from you guys, did they stop you who owe taxes to them from paying taxes? Dan writes, rank, not only did it continue to make us pay, they tacked on interest also. Well, isn't that interesting? Thanks, Dan. So why do you think the IRS kept asking you for their money, but they didn't ask students? That's a serious question. I think I know why. I'm almost positive I know why. But I want to ask you, why do you think the government said to students, you don't have to pay us? But said to you who owe taxes, oh, you still have to pay us. And we're going to add on extra interest if you don't pay us. Why do you think that is? 269-441-9595. Let's go to the uh, phones. Bill's calling about uh, probably that uh, Governor Whitmer issue I spoke about earlier. So we'll start off with Bill. Good morning, Bill. Welcome to the show. I'm sorry. I'm just wondering here, if my memory serves me correct, we had uh, our governor and our legislature didn't get along too well. And when she wanted to fix the damn roads, they told her they didn't have the money. So she went out and got a bond on her own for the state, and where did all that money go? I, 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 remember, no- I remember talking about that now that you bring that up, Bill. I don't remember if that went through, what they did with that money. Maybe it's currently being used because uh, she borrowed the money, you're saying. I slightly remember yeah, discussing that. Bond. Right, and I'm I'm not sure. I'll, ha- I'll have to look into it. Well, obviously, it, it perhaps it went to the roads, but all it did was maintain. All right. 
Okay. All right. Thanks. Uh, thanks for bringing that up. Maybe if you want to research it and let me know, I would love to know that too, because I, I do remember speaking about it, but I don't remember exactly what occurred. All right. So let's now go to uh, Ray in Battle Creek. Good morning, Ray. Welcome to the Live with Ray show. Good morning. Thanks. Thanks for taking my call. Um, these, uh, these loans, um, a lot of people use them as supplemental income. You know, they're able to get the loan, but they either enrolled or, or uh, briefly into school and then, you know, dropped out. But right. So, there are a lot of people who use that for expenses other than the school. Yes. Right. So obviously they, they probably don't have any way to pay it back. So each loan's got to look at be looked at individually to see if they can recover it or not, and then it's, it simply has to. If I remember correctly, uh, these loans don't. Even if you go de- declare bankruptcy, the government says you can't declare bankruptcy on them. Well, okay, so they, so there's the rules or the the policies to pay it back, but if it's uncollectible, it's uncollectible. So, but I'm just saying it's not all of it. I don't think you should forgive all of them. They have to actually review every single loan. Well, they're not forgiving all, they're not forgiving yet, not yet. They're, what's happening on May 1st, maybe, is that they're going to start making these people who haven't paid for two years to start paying back. The question I'm asked by people, rank, should my children pay back their uh, their student loans? How do you say yes to them? Other than from the perspective of being a stand-up, solid American contributing syst- uh, person to the system as opposed to a taker from the system. But if all these people, and this is what the left wants, they want to forgive billion, hundreds of billions of dollars in loans. What if you're the sucker who pays it off this year or starts paying it and then two years from now or a year from now because they need to get Leah uh, reelected? they somehow are able to get it through the Congress that they don't have to pay and they forgive all these loans. I think if they forgive the loans, they have to go back and pay all of us back. Any person who's living today who paid into their student loans have to have all their student loans paid back to them. Right, but but that's not, um, you know, I don't think that's really probable because... Of course um, it's not. It, okay, so... But them forgiving all the loans, um, no. th- that, that, that's something that they might do. And not all the loans. I'm not talking about forever. But, but what I'm saying is that they, they have to look at anyone who's gainfully employed should be paying on their loan, period. So you're and saying if somebody just decides not to work, they don't have to pay, uh, they don't owe on their loan? Well, I don't know about deciding not to work. It's now it gets down to that the whole process. Well, of, we're being told that the work, can you find? But 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 Ray, we're being told how great the economy is. There's there's people they're creating jobs left and right. There's jobs that they can take. So if they're not taking a job to pay back these these uh, monthly payments on these loans aren't aren't outrageous, if I remember correctly. Now that was a long time ago, so who knows what it is today, uh, but. There are jobs for people to to work at. Now, if you're going to have a if you have a college degree and you don't want to take a job, uh, fl- you know, flipping burgers, that's on you, right? 
Well, like I say, if they refuse employment, now I don't know how you, you know, how you police that, but the point is, is that if, if you if there's an employment available and someone refuses it, that that goes on the record, and that means you don't have any intention to pay off your debt, and and that's and if they enable that, you know that kind of thing where where people refuse work, then you know that's just the big problem. <laughs> That right. they just don't address. So are you, it sounds like you, Richard, are for forgiving some people's loans. Am I wrong? I I am. I am for some. But like I say, you know, how do they, you know, do they have the even the manpower to actually do it? That's really probably what it boils down to. They don't have the manpower to take years and years and years and, or at least months and months and months. But, and they, so they don't to do, do what? To do what? Work. I'm confused at what you're trying to say. To collect. To make people pay. Oh, well, the, the, it's just the way they make you pay with your taxes. Don't they do that? They say, well, frankly, they say the IRS doesn't have enough people because it's so dysfunctional as it is now. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just a mess. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Uh, thanks for calling in, Ray. Sure. You have a great day. Two six nine four four one nine five nine five. You take out a loan, you take out a loan, you owe it. Period. No ifs, no ands, nor buts. So what am I supposed to tell people when they ask me because they know what I do? What do I do, Rank? Do I have my kids pay it off when it looks like the Democrat Party wants to forgive those loans? And if you forgive those loans, you have to forgive all money that's due for the IRS. It's only fair, wouldn't you say? In fact, if you forgive student loans, you have to forgive everything that anywhere is owed to the government. To be fair, is I'm just looking to be fair. What do you guys think? 269-441-9595. You listen to Live with Rank? We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Live with Rank. I appreciate that. I'm asking the question, if they forgive student loans, should they forgive all? Every single nickel that's owed to the government. And if not, why not? 269-441-9595. The reason I brought it up is because supposedly what's supposed to end is, hey, you know that loan you guys took out? And do you know what a loan is? That means you have to pay it back. Well, it's been two years and we want you to start paying it back on May 1st. Now we'll see if that gets to that point. And then obviously the people who owe all this money are not happy about that. They don't want to pay it back. And they're pointing to the Biden horrible economy and inflation and uh, the cost of everything skyrocketing, which they have a point there, uh, costing so much that they can't afford to pay back their loans. According to a survey from the Student Debt Crisis Center, they found that 93% of a borrower say they're not prepared to resume payments by May 1st. Really? Do you really think 93% are not prepared to start paying back their loans? There in, in itself shows you that they don't want to pay back their loans. 93%. Come on. California Policy Lab estimates that 7.8 million borrowers, about 30%, are at high risk of missing payments when the pause ends. Why? Just tell me why. There's plenty of jobs all over the place. There may not be a job in your degree. I get that. 
There may not be a job you want, but there's plenty of jobs we're being told that you'll be able to make some payments on. So if 7.8 million borrowers is 30%, so let's say eight, you're looking at what, 24, 5 million borrowers of which 93% say, oh, I can't afford to pay my student loan. 93%. That's hilarious. They point to one student who stopped making their 216 monthly payment. See, so it's not outrageous. $216 a month. I bet you they have a car loan that's 500 and something dollars a month. Who stopped making a $216 a month payment since graduating in April of 2020 says rent, utility, grocery, and transportation costs eat up most of her budget. She's unsure how a student loan will, bill will factor in. Last week, Senator Patty Murray Democrat from Washington who chairs the Senate Committee on Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions pushed the Biden administration to delay the payments until 2023. And in March, a coalition of 210 organizations sent a letter to the president urging to push back the deadline. Dwayne Brajiak, executive director of the National Association of School Workers, Michigan chapter, an organization that signed the letter, said student debt is a burden for, quote, whole generation of folks, end quote. <laughs> well, you know what? Debt is a burden for everybody. There, there, I don't know, maybe this guy, Dwayne, doesn't know what a, the word duet means. I mean, what the word loan means. When you take a lot of loan, you have to pay it back. And again, I ask you, why hadn't the IRS stopped payments? Does anybody have an answer? I have a definitive answer why I believe the IRS makes you pay plus interest. And they don't make or the government does not make students pay. Why do you guys think that is? There is a political reason. I'd love to hear from you. Let's go to Richard in Schoolcraft concerning, uh, let me see. Yeah, this issue. Good morning, Richard. Welcome to the show. Oh, sorry. I First off, thank, go ahead. thank you for the excellent bump music. Oh, <laughs> well, you're welcome. I love the show all the time. All right. You're, I appreciate I'm gonna, that. I'm, I'm going to call the answer is they're categorizing everyone, and the students are a block of votes. Plain and simple. You're getting and close. Students, You're very close. Those, Take it to the okay, next step. All those, all those, hang on. The next step is all those students came from the left-wing educational system. They've been taught not to be held accountable. They don't know what a contract or agreement is for a loan. And they're going to create, this goes back to your, you know, your Whitmer issue is, they've created their own damn road problem. They've paved the way to make everything free. It's disgusting. And honestly, I helped my son get through with a PhD. We still have some loans, but he's not expecting it to be repaid. I want reparations for my loans and my son's loans because we went through school and we are paying them back. I totally agree with you, Richard. I want reparations too because I paid all my student loans back. Uh, and... And, and quite honestly, you, you got there, except I'll add one thing on the answer. The, the young people, 
because they're not well-informed, they're not very intelligent on the ways of the world, always seem to vote more than likely left. So that's why they want to give them that gift. Those of you who owe money, they don't care about you. Uh, they don't care. Uh, they figure you're going to vote against the left anyways because you owe money to the government. So that's why I believe it's only student loan that they suspended and not the, the money that you owe to the IRS because they know you're not going to vote for government because government is bureaucracy. The IRS is government. Government and bureaucracy is the liberals. They run it. Uh, they've infested and, and metastasized all through, uh, and I specifically picked out those words, uh, all through our government. So they don't, they pretty much believe they're going to lose your vote, but they'll get the student vote as long as they tell them you don't have to pay your, your student loan. So that's They right. will. And the other thing is, look at the student loan is, it's another, we'll call it an educated, which is ridiculous for the educational system. But it's, a, it's an educational welfare system. They're just creating another handout to buy the vote. Just like, you know, you, you take all their different pockets that they market to because they're buying votes. Right. That's the only way. That's the only way I can see it. Right. I agree with you. Thanks for calling in, Richard. You got it. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. Appreciate you you have a great day. Two, six, nine, four, four, one, nine, five, nine, five. I agree. What do you guys do? Do you agree? And why? I guess I should say this. Do you also agree if they do forgive loans, they have to give reparations to all of us who paid our loans? We'll stop at those who are living. How about that? If you were a responsible, productive person to in this, in this economy, in this world, and you paid back your loans but then died... All right, well, we because we've got to stop it somewhere. So my point is let's stop it at living. I'm living. I think I paid, if I remember correctly, $14,000, $15,000 in student loans. Government owes me that back. And maybe with interest, it depends if they're going to know because they're only trying to re, uh, just tell people they don't have to pay their loans. So remember that if any politician supports it, tell them fine that I want my money back or everybody who is living and the, they have records for that. Everybody who's living should get their money back. And also ask them, why did they stop payment on student loans, but not the IRS on money that was owed to the government? There's a good question, isn't it? 269-441. Nine five nine five. Students now in Michigan may be able to no longer have their SAT scores on their transcripts under a new Michigan bill and more. We'll get to lines are open. Again, the number is 269-441-9595. You listen to Live with Rank and we'll be right back after this top of the hour break. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones 
who get it done.